The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A Virginia Army veteran is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to force the Department of Veterans Affairs to pay him a year's worth of education benefits. The outcome could affect about 2 million vets nationwide. James Rudisill claims the VA shorted him benefits earned under two separate GI Bill programs, causing his offer to attend Yale Divinity School to expire. His lawyer, David DePippo, says the VA's interpretation of the GI program has left billions of dollars out of reach for qualifying vets. What it can do for your life if they're administering the program correctly is is life-changing, not only for the people involved, but their families and their communities. The Supreme Court could decide in the spring whether to hear the case. The selection process for a developer to oversee the city center project took a small step forward Monday. The city of Richmond announced four project finalists after five teams submitted proposals, according to Richmond BizSense. Nine acres of downtown property are part of the plan, including the shuttered Richmond Coliseum. The project follows an earlier attempt to revitalize the area. That project was voted down by city council in 2020. Submissions from the final four developers are due by April 20th. Seven Henrico County Sheriff's deputies are being charged with second-degree murder following the death of a 28-year-old Richmond man who was in their custody. Irvo N. Otino was taken last week to Central State Hospital in Dinwiddie County and reportedly became argumentative during the intake process. The deputies are being accused of killing Otino, who reportedly had a history of mental illness while attempting to restrain him. The deputies turned themselves in Tuesday morning. Virginia State Police are continuing to investigate Otino's death. Additional arrests and charges could be forthcoming. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney last week offered a proposal for this year's city budget. VPM News reporter Jad Khalil has more on the big, long-term investments being considered. A key part of Richmond's budget has a wonky name. It's called the Capital Improvement Program but most people just call it the CIP. The CIP pays for big things like roads, schools, and fire stations. And this year, city officials are proposing a bump in spending. Here's Chief Administrative Officer Lincoln Saunders telling city council about it Monday. This proposed CIP has $739.5 million in the five-year proposed CIP. So again, $739.5 over five years. That is an increase of 18%. The largest items would be replacements for a fire station along Richmond Highway and the police precinct in the East End. Affordable housing would also get $10 million a year for the next five years. A public hearing on the budget is set for 6 p.m. on March 27th. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Tyson Foods Incorporated is reorganizing its poultry facilities and will close its Hanover County plant in May. The move will leave almost 700 people without jobs. The Arkansas-based company made the announcement Monday, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Tyson runs about 180 chicken plants across the country and recorded $53 billion in sales during the 2022 fiscal year. 
United Food and commercial workers will negotiate severance and other benefits for employees with the company ahead of the closure. Virginia Senator Mark Warner is defending his 2018 vote to ease regulations on mid-sized banks following the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank last week. Speaking to ABC's This Week on Sunday, Warner said the bank's collapse didn't change his support for the bipartisan law. Listen, I think that was called the 2155 bill. I think it put in place a appropriate level of regulation on mid-sized banks. In an email to VPM News, a spokesperson for Warner argued the bank's collapse stemmed from bad management and actions taken by the Federal Reserve, not the 2018 law. Warner was the top recipient of contributions from Silicon Valley Bank and its employees in the last election cycle, according to federal election filings. Records obtained by OpenSecrets.org and the Sunlight Foundation show the bank's CEO hosted a 2016 fundraiser for Warner at his California home. Governor Glenn Youngkin says he supports legislation that would end higher health insurance rates for smokers in Virginia. The governor vetoed a similar bill last year, according to the Virginia Mercury. Proponents of the legislation say it could lower insurance rates for everyone in the Commonwealth. About 20 percent of adults in the U.S. smoke, but almost 40 percent of low-income people are smokers, suggesting that more financially strapped people are potentially paying the higher premiums. A Youngkin spokesperson said that amendments to the bill, including a sunset clause and a mandate to study how smokers are affected, account for his support. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.